Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. This is the Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Tuesday. I Another hour of the Jesse Kelly Show. This is going to be your one night to make phone calls this week. Not quite yet. I've got some things I want to do for another 20, 30 minutes. Then we'll get to those. You're welcome to fire away, though, right now. If you feel like sitting there for 30 minutes, 877-377-4373. I'm going to answer a question that I probably shouldn't because I don't know that I'm qualified to. Jesse, I don't understand why Jews are so hated. Can you explain it to me as if I were an alien who just got beamed down to this planet? I've tried to understand on my own, but it doesn't make any sense to me. I don't see what's so controversial or off-putting about Jews. Well, again, I don't know. I don't know that I'm the one to answer this because one... I'm not Jewish. And two, I don't really look at any group of people like that simply because that's not how I was raised. And it's not as if I was raised in, oh, peace, love, and happiness. 
We just never talked about things like that as if they were ever important. So I don't, you know, I don't hate Muslims. I don't hate Jews. I don't hate white people and black people or, or even redheads, even though they're dangerous. I don't even hate them. I, I, look, I give Italians crap because I love them in particular. I, I think they're this freaking awesome. Plus, their food is awesome. But, okay, let's discuss the history of it, though. Remember, remember last night when we talked about the Jewish diaspora, where the Romans came in and they scattered the Jews to the winds, spread them out to the winds? Well, people, people are automatically distrustful of immigrants no matter what. No matter what. They're distrustful of foreign new groups who come into their country. They are. That is, that is a, it's, a, it's a natural thing, actually. It is. In fact, um, in your neighborhood, in your neighborhood, you can lie about this all you want, but it's true. In your neighborhood, if 10 Somali families all moved into your neighborhood at once and they all set up shop, they all bought houses all right next to each other, and all of a sudden there was a Somali neighborhood in your area, it would, I don't know, it's look, I'm not saying you'd be out there burning crosses on the lawn or something horrible like that, but it's something you and your friends would discuss, and you wouldn't discuss it in wonderful ways. Hey, did you see the, the you see who just moved in down, down the street? So there's that aspect to it already. But let's deal with American hatred of Jews as it stands here. Because there's different amounts of hatred, and it comes from different sides. There's a portion of the right who really dislikes Jews and dislikes Israel. There's a much bigger portion of the left who dislike Jews and dislike Israel. And from what I gather from these two segments, they dislike them for different ways. The, let's deal with the right portion of it. That's a new. That's a newer thing in my lifetime, but there's a, a right, kind of an alt, you probably call them alt-right, I don't know what you'd call them that expresses a lot of hatred of Jews. Well, sometimes that's just good old-fashioned racism. I don't like Jews. That's bigotry. It's human nature, very human nature. Sometimes what it is is a dislike of American foreign policy, foreign policy that, that is oftentimes linked to Israel's interests. There is a huge portion of the right that is getting tired of getting involved in wars across the planet, and they don't like that we are in a relationship with Israel, and they view that as being one of the reasons we keep getting sucked into that. Maybe you're part of that, but that is, that is, that is another explanation for the right. Okay, that's the right's explanation. Let's deal with the left's explanation of it. There's something you have to understand that is honestly... Probably the predominant reason the American left hates Jews, hates Israel, and hates the Jews. I'm going to play something. This was Sonny Hostin. Thanks again, Sonny, for revealing really the thought process behind it. This is her from The View today. You know, for me, I'm not a geopolitical expert or anything like that. I've said no. many times my grandfather is Jewish, and so my family has been roiling about this. What is, what is terrifying to me also is that there is so much anger on the Israeli side, arguably correctly so, because they've never seen this kind of massacre. Arguably correctly so. 
terrifying. Why are these Jews so mad? Why are these Israelis so mad? Uh, a thousand women and children were just massacred? Any nation would be mad. America, Russia, Mexico, China, Mongolia. Any nation would be war mad. You go to war when your nation is invaded and they kill a thousand of your citizens and kidnap others. You declare war. For her, immediately, and you've seen a lot of this on the American left, the Israelis are the problem. Why? Well, let's talk for just a second about black liberation theology. Black liberation theology is something that is prevalent, very, very prevalent in America today. What is it? Well, it's this really, really vile, vile strain of Christianity, although I shouldn't call it that because it's not Christianity, that takes place in a lot of black churches in this country. Not the majority. There are a million wonderful black churches. A lot of black churches, though, preach black liberation theology. Chris, or never mind, you know what? I don't even want it. It's, it. There's no need for it. You remember Barack Obama when he was running for office and Reverend Jeremiah Wright used to come up a lot. Reverend Wright, Reverend Wright. And they would play audio clips all over the radio and TV about Barack Obama's pastor. And he would often say things about Jews. And they came to him after Barack Obama got elected president. And said, have you met with him? And what was his answer? I remember it like it was yesterday. No, those Jews aren't going to let me talk to him. Verbatim. That's what he said. Verbatim. Black liberation theology has a ton of connection to Nation of Islam stuff as well. There is a hatred of Jews that runs through there. Well, black liberation theology is one of the dominant streams of thought in today's American left, it's not an accident Barack Obama got elected and practically told Benjamin Netanyahu to go screw himself when he came to visit America. And it's not an accident Barack Obama immediately fell in love with Iran while he was dumping on Israel. Barack Obama and his strain of American communism, which is very linked to black liberation theology, they hate Israel and they hate Jews. They despise them. That's part of the reason they love Iran because they agree. When Iran says, send Israel off the map, they look and they say, yeah, that sounds like a really, really good idea. That was a long way of me saying people hate Jews for different reasons. And you're never going to explain why people hate other groups of people in simple terms or in ways that make sense to people who don't hate. That's why I said I don't think I'm probably the one to qualify. I hate communists. Whatever color or religion they come in, or religion they come in, that's my hatred. Despise them. Devils, demons, despise them. Beyond that, I don't give a crap. Also, and I brought up at the beginning, I probably should have finished that thought about the Jewish diaspora and setting themselves up in different parts, different countries, Jews also keep to themselves a lot. They will not only set up in a neighborhood, they will be successful in that neighborhood, which grades on people around them. Like Germany, part of the reason Jewish hatred in Germany post-World War I got so bad was when the Jews 
were actually thriving. They were, they were still finding a way to get by. They were still owning homes. The Germans were drowning financially, losing their homes. The Jews weren't having the same struggles. So remember that Somali family that's set up in the exact same neighborhood? Now imagine everyone in your neighborhood starts to lose their job and their home, and the Somalis are killing it. Do you think the conversations about those Somalis would get even more tense? Do you think suspicions would start to come about? What is it, them who are doing it? Why are they still driving BMWs and I just lost my job and my wife and my car? That Now, that, that dude, we, we could do 20 hours on that in the different perspectives on why people hate Jews. They set themselves apart. They view themselves as separate, as many people around the world do, and that grades on people. And that is something that's not bothered me. But you know, you go to Israel, which we just went. To, we just went to Israel for the first time doing our Christian expedition thing. And you know, what was it, Saturday or Friday, boys? The rule came down, and we couldn't get a bite to eat anywhere in the country because they have that was Shabbat, Chris. It's Shabbat. Nailed it, Chris. Now I'm kind of Jewish. Whatever. And they have uh, Shabbat there, and you couldn't get a bite to eat. And everyone's looking around like, wait a minute, we can't eat? Israel says, no, that's our rules in our freaking country. No, that's the way it is. There are a million and one reasons for it, and I could never explain them all. And look, I'm going to show up tomorrow, and I'll have a million and one other reasons. And you're welcome to be prejudiced against whoever you want. I, I'm not. I'm not trying to be holier than thou. It's just not my thing. It's just. It's because that's not how I was raised. All right. All right. Let's talk about shooting. Seems like an appropriate time to talk about shooting, especially now that we've all witnessed so many scenes of combat. Shooting while you're scared is the most difficult thing in the world. I could put an elephant in front of you and hand you a gun. And if you were scared, you'd have a hard time hitting it. I know that sounds crazy, but you would. Unless, of course, you've trained. Once you've trained, it doesn't make you less scared. It's not what I'm saying. Your muscle memory simply will have you hitting what you want to hit. If you're too scared and you have to think about it, you're already dead. Practice with your Mantis X so if you ever have to use your weapon, you are ready and you won't die. Mantis X allows you to practice in your home, so go do it. MantisX.com. That's MantisX.com. Miss something? There's a podcast. Get it on demand wherever podcasts are found. The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. You know who I feel bad for right now? Who I'm legitimately stressed out for for a variety of reasons? Whoever in Israel, whoever's job it is, to coordinate and communicate with the White House about their plans. I was thinking about this earlier today. Think about this. Israel watched while Joe Biden got up behind the microphone and has done this several times and gave out critical national security secrets because he's not in control of his brain anymore. Remember this little tidbit? Let me answer the first question first. If Germany, if, uh, if Russia invades... Uh, that means tanks or troops crossing the, uh, the, the border of Ukraine uh, again, then uh, there, will be, uh, we, there will be no longer a Nord Stream 2. We, we will bring an end to it. But do, but how will you, how will <laughs> you do that exactly since the project and control of the project is within Germany's control? We will uh, 
I promise you we'll be able to do it. Imagine you're whoever, Netanyahu, whoever it is, and you have to call up Joe Biden and the Biden White House because they're going to want American aid. They're already talking about $2 billion in aid and all these other things. Imagine, imagine you're the guy in Israel who has to try to inform Joe Biden what they're going to do while at the same time knowing he could very well give a press conference in the next hour and lay out your plans for all of it. How much would that suck? So what are you going to do? Oh, uh, you'd have to be as vague as humanly possible. Well, I mean, I don't know, Joe. There are a lot of ins, a lot of outs. We can't really see. That's that's going to suck. You know what else would suck? Being an American stuck over there with these America-hating scumbags running the government. Uh, there are still many viable options for Americans who may want to leave Israel. The uh, airport is still open. Not all commercial carriers are flying out of Ben-Gurion, <laughs> but, but many are, particularly international air carriers. And there's still some viable ground routes if people wanted to leave Israel uh, via road. What's that? You want to get out? Hey, I've heard Southwest has some great deals at this time. That's, that's what happens. When you're a late-stage republic and you fill up your government with people who just don't care about the country. You, you remember the three characteristics. We've talked about a million times, but number one is always there's no love of country. And you and I have discussed this many times, whether it be mass shooting or Afghanistan or international incidents. These people don't have the feeling in them that you do. You have to look at them differently than you look at normal people. For instance, Joe Biden got up, gave this update today. Moments in this life, and I mean this literally, when the pure, unadulterated evil is unleashed on this world. The people of Israel lived through one such moment this weekend. The bloody hands of the terrorist organization Hamas a group whose stated purpose for being is to kill Jews. This is an act of sheer evil. More than 1,000 civilians slaughtered, not just killed, slaughtered in Israel. Among them, at least 14 American citizens killed. 14 American citizens dead that we know of. I should prepare you now that that number will go up. I am not trying to be Debbie Downer, and we should hope and we should pray, but the American hostages they still have are in very, very bad trouble. Chances of even, look, hey, even the Delta boys getting in there and being able to get them out, nightmare, nightmare scenario. Very, very difficult to believe. When I think about 14 dead Americans at the hands of those animals, it makes me want to give them the Genghis Khan treatment pour molten silver down their eyes and throat, leave them on the side of the road. There's not a single strain of that in the Biden White House. And that's why our biggest problem, honestly, is a patriotism problem. As cliche and hokey as it sounds, the real challenge we face in this nation is they just don't love the country. And without that basis, unless everything you do as a, as a politician in this nation, as, as a member of the government, military, unless everything you do is filtered through that lens, is it best for the country? Is it best for the country? Without that, you're nothing. And it sucks. It is what it is. All right, hey, listen. I'm going to take calls next. You can be emotional. It's fine. 
I'm not even going to be that strict about the no small talk thing because I know everyone's a little bit raw right now. But whatever you want to whatever you want to say, just get get right to the point. I'll put it to you that way. I will cut you off if you're rambling on. But get right to the point. If it's emotional, fine. If you're mad about this or that, fine. If you have something insulting to say to me, that's totally fine too. I don't really care. 877-377-4373. As long as you get right to the point, I really don't care. Get right to the point, don't cuss, and the world is your oyster. 877-377-4373. And yeah, I I know it's I know it's tough right now. I know it's I know it's tough. Do keep in mind you have a wonderful life no matter how no matter what. If you're alive today, it's wonderful and your family and friends Keep them in your mind, too. You don't have to focus on all the death and misery every single second of the day. All right. Let's talk about your dog real quick. Speaking of focusing on something wonderful, why don't you go outside and play with your dog? You know who doesn't care about anything else going on right now? He only cares about you, your dog. And we care about them, right? We do care about them enough to make sure they live longer, don't we? Rough greens. I don't look at it as a natural herbal supplement, although that's obviously what it is. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, digestive enzymes poured on your dog's food. I look at rough greens as life for my dog. It's alive. Dog food was dead. It is dead. It's empty calories. Rough greens is alive. And it's making sure that big fluffy idiot Fred lives for a very, very long time. Go start your dog on rough greens. You'll see a difference in your dog and it's coat breath is health call them free jumpstart trial bags 833-33-MY-DOG that's 833-33-MY-DOG all right get your dog on some rough greens let's let's get through some calls and hash all this out together and then we're talking about this biden special counsel too hang on the jesse kelly show it's still real to me damn it returns next Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Is the Jesse Kelly Show reminding you that you can listen to the show at your leisure or leisure, depending on how educated? What, Chris? I don't know why you shake your head when I get more educated. I feel like I feel like you're holding me back, Chris. You're holding back my higher education. When I try to advance, you're always there to tear me back down, and I've had enough of it. Anyway, you can download a podcast of the show on iHeart, Google, Spotify, iTunes. On iTunes, don't forget to leave a five-star review and talk about how handsome I am. You know, it's something that's really wild. It's, with everything going on, understandably, we all get a bit distracted by this or that or this or that. The president of the United States of America, Joe Biden, is a felon. Pause on this, because I know you're nodding. Well, yeah, of course he's a felon. We all knew that. But it's more than just that we knew that. He had to sit down with a special counsel for two days. Why? Because Joe Biden kept classified documents he wasn't allowed to have in many places. People forget that. But one of the places he kept them is in his garage. And the reason I can sit here and confidently just say, it's a felon, he's a felon, is this. You can look at the pictures of the documents. He he published a picture of his garage being open with the stacks of documents just sitting there like it's a bunch of rags you're, you're, you're used to clean up in the garage. They're just sitting there. And maybe you're sitting there saying, well, yeah, Trump did that. Everyone should keep in mind when it comes to the Trump classified document stuff. Trump was president of the United States of America. There's not an official proceeding for declassifying documents when you're the president of the United States of America. You don't have to tell anybody. You don't have to sign anything. You can look at anything you want that's classified and just say, oh, that's declassified now. And it is. You don't even have to get a special stamp. But while Joe Biden had these classified documents, 
He had never been president of the United States of America. The vice president does not have that authority. Joe Biden, it doesn't matter if you're left, right, or middle, is a felon. You can go look at a picture of his felony, and he's going to get out of it. I just feel like he's going to get, everyone does, feel like he's going to get out of it. All right, let's get to some of these. I told you, uh, they're full, so I'll give out the never again whenever they're not full, but let's, let's talk about some things. Remember, I'll be a little gentle with the small talk tonight because it's been a rough few days, but get to the point. I won't be gentle with that. All right? Brody, Atlanta, go. Hey, Hefe. So the way that I've always viewed Israel is that the people of my God are my people. So I'm pretty biased. That being said, I would issue an Amber Alert and blast it over the loudspeaker that they have 24 hours to vacate the Gaza Strip. They can go to Egypt, Jordan. They can go wherever they want to. I would raise that city to the ground. I would wipe out every military-aged male that was still standing in there because they're combatants at that point. And I would escort every little old lady in a wheelchair that couldn't get to the border. They're on truck back. But that's what needs to happen. And then Israel should turn the guns on Iran because Iran is dedicated to the destruction of Israel. So if they want to... If they want to live on this earth for any period of time, then that's where their fight is. Okay. That's all I got. No, no. All right. Now let's talk about that because I have no doubt there are a lot of people nodding and cheering along right now. Just, Hey, tell people they can get out, send them somewhere and turn the place to dust. Okay. Let's talk about that. That's why we're doing this. That's why as we're not. And by the way, this is, this is not something that's going to be ongoing on the show where we talk about this all the time. This is probably going to be the last night here. When there are major events, we will discuss them. If not, we have other things we're going to talk about. But let's, let's dig into this now. Kill them all, let God sort them out kind of thing. First of all, sending people away. Egypt won't take them. They have a huge border with Egypt. Because of the frequency of terrorist acts from that region into Egypt, Egypt has said, oh, you guys look like you're in trouble. (laughs) That must suck. The refugees are not welcome. They're not allowed in Egypt. It is a, I'm not going to call it a nation, a region of 2 million people, but the definition of a terrorist hotbed one of the only countries in the world that is suicidal enough to take them in is us. Egypt is all the problems Egypt has. Egypt is never going to invite somebody in because they like Egypt. American politicians hate America, so they might invite them in. So let's, let's deal with that. They can't go there. As far as, uh, let's just say you want to remove them, period. Israel sends out all these messages to them. Hey, get out. Here's an evacuation zone. Here's an evacuation zone. And yeah, that's fine, right? Okay, I appreciate them trying to do the right thing. But it's also not going to happen for the most part for a couple different reasons. One, these people, these people are not, they're not against Hamas. Some of them are, of course, of course some of them are. Some of them, but even the ones who are against Hamas, Hamas is, really main shield in this whole thing because they are so outgunned is the innocent lives because they know Israel doesn't want to kill innocent lives. That's the ultimate shield for them. That was a long way of me saying 
if we're going to do the kill them all, let God sort them out thing, I understand your emotions on that, and I understand that point of view. But I want you to understand this. Kill them all, let God sort them out. Bomb the place to dust. Turn it to ash. That's women and kids. Now, maybe you are okay with that. And I realize that sometimes conquest means that. I'm not naive. I read the same history books you read. But you better understand that's what you're saying. Now, everyone has different things. And everyone has a a different code about them. And I'm not saying I'm against conquest. You know my thoughts on it. For me, the worst part about the past few days has been the women and kids. And I'm not trying to be cold to the brave men who died. I'm not. I, I, I understand that. I, you can call it barbarian, whatever you want to call it. I have an ancient view of how I look at the world. It is a man's job to fight, protect, and die for his nation and his women and his children. When I see women suffering and assaulted and I see dead kids, especially as a dad now, man, that, ugh, that guts me bad. If we're going to do the kill them all, let God sort them out thing, that's two million people. Two million. Uh, that's tough, man. That's Just understand that's what we're saying. And part of what I brought up last night that has me so concerned about this situation tactically is going into a bombed out area uh, look from fallujah to stalingrad and a million other places in between and the, you bomb out a city and then invade you have created a tactical nightmare for ground troops choke points sniper nests everything you can hide an ied in oh and did i mention something hamas specializes in those people tunnel like gophers How many tunnels are going through that place? Remember Vietnam? Talk to a Vietnam vet. In fact, you should talk to Vietnam vets anyway because those guys are studs. Talk to a Vietnam vet about the nightmare situation that comes when they can get underneath you and pop up behind your lines. So, again, there isn't a great situation. That was not an insult. I just want to make sure we all know when you call for this, it means this, right? When you call for that, it means this. Uh, But this is why I wanted to have this talk, because I realize emotions are raw, and we're going to talk about all this stuff. Now, let's talk about something good. Let's talk about helping out our veterans. Our veterans uh, struggle like anyone else struggles, and especially now with inflation. I mean, have you seen the stories about Army guys going on food stamps? We got military families on food stamps trying to make ends meet. I tell you to switch to Pure Talk for a lot of different reasons. One of the main reasons is I don't want you funding Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile. And plus, Pure Talk shares our values. But now, you want a better reason? They're going to eliminate $10 million in military debt, or they're going to try to by Veterans Day. When you switch to Pure Talk, you're not just supporting a mobile company, same 5G network, all that stuff. You're not just supporting a company that shares your values. You're, sharing, you're, you're, you're supporting a company that actively promotes them. They're out there being the hands and feet for us. And you get the same cell phone you have now or buy a new one from them or a new number. Keep your number. All you have to do is spend 10 minutes on the telephone. Pick up your cell. Dial pound 250 and say Jesse Kelly. Pound 250, say Jesse Kelly. Switch to Pure Talk. Jesse Kelly returns next. 
It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Remember, you can email the show, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. What was the role of the Iranian spy ring in the U.S. government? Yeah, we did kind of just forget that they uncovered an Iranian spy ring, one that had a person placed high up in the Pentagon, which makes comments like this from Jake Sullivan. This was just about an hour ago. Interesting, don't they? As to the question of whether Iran knew about this attack in advance or helped plan or direct this attack, we do not, as of the moment I'm standing here at the podium, have confirmation of that. We are talking to our Israeli counterparts on a daily basis about this question. Why is the Biden administration bending over backwards to try to deny something that Iranians and Hamas have both on camera admitted already. Why? Well, again, everything for these people is about them and their power and what they have going. And they had an Iranian deal going the same way Barack Obama did. And they're not going to get a few raped women in the, they're not going to let them get in the way of striking some historic peace deal so they can campaign on it. Everything's, just about politics. This is one of the problems of going into what hopefully will not become a larger conflict. But if it does, we don't have the leadership for a larger conflict. We can't fight one with these people in charge. You'd never trust anything, and you'd be right not to. And neither would I. It's terrible. All right. 877-377-4373. Johnny, go. Yeah, Jesse. It's kind of curious here. Now, Victor Boot, the, the merchant of death, was released by us. Now there's these 4,000, 5,000 missiles being shot by Hamas. We know Iran paid for them, but where did the missiles come from? China? And why did China put them out there to put the distractions to when it's time to invade Taiwan? We're already preoccupied with something going on in the Middle East. See, these are excellent questions. They're excellent questions. Also, what if they got the missiles from us? Has anyone considered that we just left billions of dollars in military equipment, including arms, in Afghanistan? Let's set Afghan. You know what? Let's set Afghanistan aside. How many times have various government agencies been busted trafficking arms across the planet that have then been turned around and used on American troops or our allies? Shoot, it happens here abroad. Do I need to remind everybody about Brian Terry, hero Border Patrol agent, gunned down by weapons America trafficked in Mexico? Again, This is part of what I'm talking about, part of my great concern. If this thing is going to ramp up, we have such evil, despicable people running things here. How could we ever operate in any kind of a sphere that, that was a massive war? My goodness, just the military complex alone, the trust they violated in the last 20 years, the way they've treated our troops on the ground. The way our military command and our political command has treated our troops on the ground and lied to us. Remember? Do you remember this? It's the only good piece of reporting I think they've ever done in their history. The Washington Post put out something called the Afghanistan Papers, which we never talk about anymore, that included some of the most jaw-dropping stuff we've ever seen. 
stuff like Republicans and Democrats and military leadership for 20 years admitting they don't even know what the objective is. That was in, and I'm not trying to insult a, a bloody, ugly conflict. That was in a regional conflict in a relatively unimportant country like Afghanistan. Now let's go ahead and go to the Middle East where there are lots of players involved in many, many interested parties. And you already see it's coming. Hezbollah is getting involved. Iran is obviously already involved. It, and we have these people in charge. It's just, uh, that's something, man. It is, it is something. 877-377-4373. Mickey, New York, go. Uh, PBS Channel 13 had a documentary, Why People Hate Jews. It has to do with the, uh, the jealousy comes from that Jesus was Jewish, and that's where the hatred comes from. Come from. Uh, I'm very distraught right now. Actually, I'm very sick of what hap- what's happening. My nephew died in Iraq in 2005 for this. I'm, v- I'm very concerned. They have, I want the government to stop giving citizenship and allowing every person that wants to immigrate to this country freely. Uh, I'm, a, I'm practicing Buddhism. I, I chant Nam-myoho-renge-kyo for world peace. And it's a, actually it's a per, to develop the Buddha nature that we have. To- yeah, that's not going to work. Bob in Palm Springs, go. Hi. A Jewish American history teacher, uh, President Roosevelt wanted uh, to bring the Jews to America, not to set up a nation uh, mm-hmm. of Israel. He was murdered. Uh, Harry Truman signed the NSA Act that was translated from the German on uh, September 18, 1947, and the Nazis started running the United States of America. The next year, 1948, who set up Israel? The Nazis. Israel was set up as a Nazi nation. This is Operation Terror by the CIA. Netanyahu is a... I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry, Chris. I should have let him go. I just let everybody down. I let me down. I let you down. I let everybody down. Dang it. I did, Chris, I had no idea you people were Nazis. I mean, I didn't, that didn't make sense. That doesn't, I guess, I guess if you're going to hide in plain sight, that's one way to do it. <laughs> what in the world? 877-377-4373. What? What? Oh, yeah, look, speak of the devil. From Breitbart, U.S. weapons from Afghanistan ended up in Palestinian hands in the Gaza Strip. There's this massive pool of illegal weapons around the world. And I can't believe I just forgot this when I was talking about Afghanistan and other places. And I didn't bring up the place we've been shipping missiles and tanks to for the last, what, year now? And we know, remember, CBS ran that report in Ukraine saying, hey, uh, 30% of these weapons maybe are even getting to the front. And no one knows what's happening to the rest of it? Well, there you go. And speaking of Iran, well, well, you know what? I'm going to save that for a minute. Speaking of Iran, I'll come back to that in a second. And I'll get to more of these. 877-377-4373. I'm going to tell you first about my meat. I have the highest quality meat there is. Because I have good ranchers' meat. I used to buy my meat, same place everyone else does, from the grocery store. I'm going to go out of the grocery store. Let's get a T-bone. Let's get out of the grocery store. One, quality's hit or miss. Two, 
my grocery stores, all of them, even the great state of Texas, they're all owned by these gigantic LGBTQ crap corporations. Not good ranchers. People who own good ranchers, it's you. It's me. God and country. You subscribe to a meat box that gets delivered to your front door. And right now, they're giving out two years worth of free ground beef with your subscription. Go to GoodRanchers.com, pick a box, use the code JESSE, and enjoy two years worth of free ground beef. GoodRanchers.com, code JESSE. That gets you 25 bucks off and two years worth of free ground beef. All right? Subscribe to Good Ranchers. American meat. My meat. Delivered. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.